0: All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Geopolitics in Conflict Breaking News. I just came across an information pertaining to Syria joining China's BRI, the Belt and Road Initiative. Why is that inf- uh, important and significant? It's because of the implications geopolitically and economically that's going to be in the region. Well, the event, by the way, the agreement, the uh, uh, MOU, the Memorandum of Understanding, was signed by the head of the commission, the Syrian Commission, uh, uh, Fadi Khalil, and the Chinese ambassador to Syria, uh, uh, Fang Biao. I hope I pronounce it correctly, so anyway they they signed the Memorandum of, of understanding that syria is going to now be officially so it's official that is joining bri despite the west accusations that china is doing the bri as a death trap well we all know that one as a matter of fact uh, uh, it was a statement issued immediately by the U.S. Secretary of State uh, Tony Blinken, that you know regarding China's investments in Africa are nothing but a debt trap. Well, we all know that story here. So, but uh, here is the reason why I wanted to share this with you. I couldn't wait till tomorrow because I verified the information; it is accurate. Uh, here is why I wanted to share this with you, which most of the people do not know, is that the politics in the Middle East goes through Damascus, the capital of Syria. Syria plays a major role inside the Middle East politics, you know, despite what you hear, because the historical aspects of the role that Sy- Syria plays into the Middle East. And this is why it is important uh, when it comes down to the BRI. Also, Syria has played in the past uh, a role into the old Silk Road for China. Remember, All the Chinese stuff used to come through to the Middle East back then. Syria played a role into that. But today, the dynamics are different. The geopolitical landscape is is different. The Middle East is different, of course. So, you know, what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is that when you look at, for example, the cooperation between Iran and Syria, you know, those are close allies. So uh, uh, Iran has always supported Syria. You know, you look at, for example, the presence of the uh, uh, certain groups in in Lebanon and so forth, there's always been supported by Iran. Well, we all know about the the partnership or or relationship between China and Iran. So this BRI, the Belt and Road Initiative in in Syria, it's not only going to benefit Syria, it's going to benefit Iran also, and it's going to benefit other countries in the region. And this is why. I said what I said at the beginning, that this one will have uh, a far-reaching economic and geopolitical uh, impact uh, down the road moving forward. Because as one who spent, I did spend a lot of time in the Middle East back then, uh, when I used to work for the government. So I to travel to certain countries in the region. I wrote some of my academic papers about the certain countries in the Middle East, so I'm very, very, uh, I understand the language, I understand the culture. I'm a very familiar with those countries. So this is where I see the long-term uh, 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 impact that's going to change the dynamics in the Middle East. Well, mind you that Middle East is already in turmoil, You know, uh, given that U.S. leadership in the Middle East has been declining. We all know about the invasion of Iraq, which I was one of those that argued against it. It's because of understanding the historical aspects of for example Iran Iraq uh, Iran, Saudi Arabia Yemen you name it you know and I argued back then that you know invading Iraq would not be a good idea you know because uh, Iraq is an old country in the Middle East and the historical aspects of it goes way back so uh, even though the argument I got was, oh, well, no, we're going to go quickly to Iraq and come out. And I said, no, 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 no. If you go, you're going to be in for the next 15 to 20 years. And here it is. Second thing is, uh, what have we accomplished anyway? So that's another topic for another day. But for now, we're going to focus on this uh, uh, developments of Syria agreeing uh, or signing the MOU, the Memorandum of Understanding, regarding bri despite what the west is saying about the death trap and so forth you know that that just is how it's worked the 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 most the key important the key factor that you guys need to understand you know the 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 changes in the geopolitical landscape as i said earlier syria plays a role into that but what makes syria even more important now than ever is the presence of russia inside syria because remember the civil war you know who manages who managed the civil war in syria it was russia not the united states because the u.s was trying to get uh, 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 bashar al-assad the president of syria out of power they we couldn't we couldn't why because russia stepped in and said we're gonna protect the guy because it's their guy but also russia has its own reasons for why that is, and here is the reason why. It's because there is a a naval base in in an area called Tartos. That's where the Russian naval base is. And the whole reason for why that naval base location is very, very crucial, it allows Russia access to the Mediterranean Sea. That is very, very crucial. Second thing, that when the civil war in Syria started and when Russia stepped in, russia brought in some advanced weapons from russia into syria they didn't bring them for the uh the, the civil war in syria no a lot of people didn't understand russia brought in those advanced weapons in syria so they will be closer to the certain locations in the middle in in, in europe just in case nato expand all the way near Russia's doorsteps, and in case of uh, a, a military conflict breaks out or whatever, Russia will have its own advanced weapons right there. The third aspect of it is that Syria was a testing ground for certain types of weapons that Russia used. So, so now the war is over. <laughs> the civil war has done. Uh, the dust settled and now china's going to come in with the economic aspects you know i do believe that the economic developments and infrastructure is going to change big time you know uh, china's going to play a role into this but also is going to serve china's interest economically speaking because one thing you guys need to always remember that china's economy requires a lot of energy so uh, china gets most of energy from different sources but mainly from the Middle East so and Syria does have uh, some uh, uh, natural resources or oil whatever not to the capacity like Iran uh, Saudi Arabia United Arab Emirates Kuwait and all that stuff but it does have some so this is why it's very important this is uh, in my opinion this is a major development you know it, it's it, it's gonna only cement now the presence of uh, uh countries like Russia, China, uh, Iran in the Middle East, but also is gonna uh, precipitate the geopolitical shift on the ground in the Middle East which usually emanate everywhere else because the Middle East has always been and it will always be one of the centers given the amount of energy that exists over there. The question moving forward is how does the United States gonna react to all this? What does the United States is going to do? It's hard to tell. Given just how our foreign policy, as I always say, is fragmented enough, our policies in the Middle East have not been clear enough, we embarked on some failed policies like the invasion of Iraq, which it was not, we didn't need to do this, or you look at also for Afghanistan, and this is where, you know, this is another example that's where the economic prosperity versus military conflict which one you're going to choose so in the case of syria it's going to be because china's going to rebuild syria from from the ground up you know but also it'll serve both countries and this is why i said it's very very uh uh, crucial and significant uh, to understand this because it just i just came across it literally about two or three hours ago and i had to read up quickly in some other places to uh verify the information and so forth so to ensure that's what it is, but the the one thing that is uh, very clear to me as a as a, uh, a M- Middle East is one of the areas in my academic background that I have a focus on. I wrote a few books about the Middle East. The latest one on the Middle East was about Iran uh, and nuclear Iran, a volatile state, Iran in the nuclear age. So and I described the landscape how it is economically, culturally, socially, and politically. And how the major powers are going to be competing about who's going to control the the, the trajectory or the path in the Middle East, nobody can and in other words, no one country can do that so but what is very interesting about these developments regarding the Syria joining the BRI is that there will be other countries in the Middle East that they're going to benefit from you know Iran for one, but Iran has already uh, cut a deal with China. Uh, for example, for the 400 billion dollar partnership in which China is going to assist Iran in infrastructure, telecommunications, finance, petrochemicals, in energy, and so forth. But so, Middle Eastern countries is going to now be seeing things changing in Syria. So others might want to get on board and say to China, "Hey, can we sign on onto this?" You know this is what I see coming down the road. Uh, it's not going to happen overnight, but it's going to take time uh, uh, for it to move forward. This allows me to touch on one other aspect, guys. While I'm live with you here, I am as well just uh, uh, provide you a brief uh, synopsis on it. Uh, I don't know if any of you have been following th- the uh, sorry. Have been following the talks in Vienna regarding the GCPUA, and if you notice, this is like the eight rounds of talks that have not yielded anything. We've argued this before. I remember I talked about it before that when you start to see in this repetitiveness of talks, that means nothing is getting there. Uh, we well, are not only to blame the U.S., but we could also ask the question: Is Iran serious about it? Well. It's becoming clear to me that Iran is not why not? (laughs) You know, it's because they realize we don't want to deal with the Americans anymore. We have no need. They can keep the sanctions if they want. Why? Because they moved into the direction with China, you know, and now with this BRI is going to even open up more doors. So that allows Iran to say during the talks like sure. If you want to talk to us, you need to, let you, the United States, need to lift, lift the sanctions first before we move an inch. So, in other words, to Iran, it has no incentive. Whatever the Americans do, it doesn't matter because they are moving forward with China and Russia. And this BRI uh, agreement between Syria and uh, and China is very crucial. Why? Because Syria is a client of Iran. So, Iran and Syria have a close, close relationship. So, the, the dynamics in the Middle East is very complicated, you know, you know, as one who understands the culture, and, and as I said earlier, I've been there so many years, so I kind of truly understand the dynamics of how Uh, uh, geopolitics operates in that part of the world I understand uh, the history of some countries uh, mainly the key players you know Saudi Arabia Iran Syria Lebanon uh, uh, Turkey those are the key players in the region that I do understand uh, because I wrote academic papers about them so I I am very 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 familiar uh, with their culture and history to a degree so so this is where I see uh, uh, geopolitics are play exactly. This is what I see, how it's playing out. as I always say, you know, the West is not willing to accept the shift in the geopolitical landscape Uh, around the world, not just in the Middle East, be it in Asia, Central Asia, Africa, Latin America, you know, they're not willing to accept it. But that geopolitical shift is happening whether we in the West like it or not. The world is moving forward. You know uh, I just did a, a recording on locals because on locals, I can talk more freely. you all know about the uh what's going on with with this network here or platform that is so and I address the issue of space, it's because there is now other countries getting involved into the race regarding space the uh, uh, uh Europe for example india Japan, even North and South Koreas are involved into this so. So I can just this is just as an example, but just to highlight to you this geopolitical uh, shift, it is happening, whether here on Earth or in space, and and the thing is the West cannot control it. You know the United States cannot control it, Europe cannot control it, NATO cannot control it. You know, you know We did uh, 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 the last uh, live stream we did on Friday. Uh, yesterday, it was about, for example, how this issue of Ukraine, you know, it backfired, you know, the issue of Kazakhstan, it backfired, you know. It's because it's the reality, it's the fact that this geopolitical shifts that's taking place, you can't control it, you, the country west, whatever, you can't control it. It's just the way it is, you know, and this is uh, what what just happened today because as a matter of fact this uh, memorandum of understanding between syria and china uh, for the latter to sign up to bri is an indication of that no. No. i am sure tomorrow and i will be looking for uh, the mainstream media about the headlines as to how they gonna be wording this kind of stuff you all remember that sometimes is how the words comes out in the media or articles whatever sometimes it's to manipulate the the thinking of 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 uh uh i mean the manipulation of the outcome but but i'm here to tell you that this dynamics now this is gonna pave the way to a much bigger uh, uh, uh picture regarding the changes that's gonna be taking place and whether the west likes it or not there is nothing they can do about that one so it's just the way it's going to work That's just how it is. So uh, <clears throat> so the idea moving forward is going to be some countries is going to be thinking in terms of. OK, what's in it for us? Well, what's in it for you is a big, a big change. You know, We don't know. We don't know yet. But what's factual is that the US cannot influence the politics of the Middle East no longer uh, anymore, you know because of that double standard, because we say one thing and do another thing. And I'm not pointing fingers here at the U.S. I'm just highlighting the facts that our foreign policy is, is fragmented. So, so I found it very, very important uh, to uh, highlight this to you, to let you know uh, what this development means. I'm going to keep an eye on it because it's I I truly can understand the dynamics and I'm not saying it, to brag here whatever i i'm saying it because i truly have an understanding of how the middle east operates you know i've been on the ground i wrote enough about the middle east so i have a truly understanding of how uh, this is gonna shape uh, the uh, future moving forward geopolitically and economically there is also another story that i am working on right now and it has to do with this shutdown of the press in Hong Kong by the Chinese government. So I am going to look into that because if it is, depending again on the facts, whatever I find, uh, that will be uh, sort of problematic in a sense because we are witnessing the same in some other parts of the world, like in Tunisia, for example, uh, the shutting down the press. and, And that's usually whoa, 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 whoa. You, you, you usually that's not a good sign so i will be looking into that and i am gonna report the facts to you because that's what you will expect from me you guys know this by now i will not sugarcoat it and i don't fear anyone whatsoever so i am gonna say the truth the way it is to the best of my knowledge and if i am not certain about the facts i will wait till i double check the facts to make sure and i will report that to you because that's what you will expect uh, from me that's what you will expect from us all at the team at geopolitics in conflict because that's what we stand for truth is very very important so uh so that's basically what i wanted to share with you guys unfortunately i can't get into reading the uh the 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 the, co- the stuff you the comments whatever questions if you have them i will answer your questions later on we are still waiting for uh, our producer elizabeth to get back she's gonna get back within a week or two so it just uh that's how it is for today you, you guys work with us shall we say so uh what was i gonna say remember to check us out at uh, geopolitics.locals.com i start putting a lot of videos over there you you all know why it's because i can talk freely i can talk openly we don't want you know this to be shut down so uh, we want to have a way of communicating with you you know help us out guys by spreading the words because we want the numbers to go up you know it's kind of stagnant a little bit i don't know why uh is there a manipulation by the system or algorithm Or i don't know i do not have an answer to that so i can't speculate i can not be saying things that i do not know or i am not certain of so So this is what I wanted to talk to you today. I will be looking at uh, more stories tomorrow. Then I'll get back to you guys on Monday. If there is something urgent for tomorrow, I will uh, uh, set it up for you and give you a heads up. So uh, as I said earlier, I am gonna be following on the case of the shutdown of the press in Hong Kong. Find out what the deal for that is. Then I'll follow up on, on some other stories that we are working on. So I can't thank you enough guys for your support. You know it means a lot to us so your support means a lot to us so uh just remember to check us out so for our members we are preparing the presentations we're gonna do for you uh, uh regarding china and uh, saudi arabia uh, cooperation regarding nuclear technology it is a big deal you know and i kind of uh, have some informations regarding that that i wrote about when i wrote my book about the saudis so uh when we do the presentation, I will be able to elaborate more. So, uh, what else I need to share with you guys? Remember to follow me on Twitter at the o u a l a a l o u i usually post the stuff on Twitter quickly there, so just check me out and 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 uh, uh follow me on Twitter. So can't thank you enough, guys, for your support. I hope uh you find this information very useful, and I can't thank you enough so. As always, stay informed till next time. Bye-bye.